This podcast contains lots of comments about dumb things that don't matter. Some of those things contain strong language. You have been warned. Try not to take life so seriously. And remember, everything you're about to hear is strictly hypothetical. So my dad is a huge fan of the show. And um, he texted me the other day and he said, I cannot believe that you all missed such an opportunity. And I was like, what are you talking about? He said, when Stephen was asking about Paul Bunyan, mm-hmm. how did you not immediately think about Paul Bunyan as a porn star? <laughs> how did we miss it's that? It's huge. It's we gotta be. In, we kept it oh so clean. God. What we is wrong so with us? We, what did we, we say? Like an ER receptionist weak. or something? And, uh, like. Well, a doctor, a, a real estate agent, like yeah. nothing had anything to do with his enormous size. <laughs> and yeah, I, know, I, I like to I like to look at people m- more past their appearance. And, mm-hmm. you know, I know that he has gifts, <laughs> but I know he also has a lot of skills as well. Besides for those physical gifts. So I just I, I felt like we he need to get like another chance. Yeah. yeah. So I greatly appreciate um, my dad's. Ability to see things from a perspective we did not see. Yeah. yeah. Thanks, Dad, for being smarter than us. I'm sorry <laughs> that being... I disappointed you, Destiny's Dad. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. Well, welcome back, everyone. What what episode is this? What number are we on? Nine? nine episode nine. nine. Believe, episode yeah. nine. That's crazy. Welcome back. To that s- means episode no in German. <laughs> nine? Nine? No, there's nothing negative about this episode. Um, but welcome back everyone, uh, to Strictly Hypothetical, the podcast where we explore the wonderful world of what ifs, would you rathers, and other hypothetical situations. I am your tri-host and wonder witch, Destiny, and I'm here with my two other tri-hosts, Michael. Hello. And Steven. Right here. Hi. Um, and today's episode, I believe you two have talked about at length already the theme of it, um, but we're going to try... And not make it so depressing from what I hear. <laughs> oh, <laughs> we should give rough. them a little, give the listeners a little bit of a backstory here. You should. I haven't even got, I haven't even had a chance to listen to it. Oh, you never will. Basically, I the know. Wonder Witch is the wellspring of joy and laughter. And um, <laughs> without her, we are nothing. So, yeah, we try to record an episode, just Stephen and I last week. And we're like, oh, it'll just be a quick little 20, 30 minute episode. And we'll, we'll just talk about, you know, hypothetical high school scenarios and then we went on for 60 minutes just weeping on each other's digital sho- shoulders <laughs> like just about how like man high school fucking sucked like i, I knew it was gonna it be was not funny un- it was not yeah. funny at all not entertaining it was just us opening up to each other and we were like yeah this isn't gonna work <laughs> i knew it wasn't gonna work when i said the words okay but do we have a funny answer for a question oh, no. and i was like yeah this one's in the <laughs> tank already so yeah and it, that was already like 40 minutes in too <laughs> yeah. are we ready for our first question wait so what's the theme for this one the theme is high school oh okay, okay. i'm ready to hop on that magic school bus <laughs> yeah. the dreaded world of high school mm-hmm. a beep beep is that what is that the sound a school bus makes i don't i don't i don't think they've made that sound for 50 years a beep beep Here is your first question. If someone made a movie based off of your high school years, what stereotype would you be? (laughs) Oh, 
Okay, so from our conversation <laughs> oh, last week, no. Stevens is fucking phenomenal. Ooh, I'm okay, excited. so Steven, how about this? How about from our conversation we had last week, I will give you your stereotype and you will give me my stereotype. Oh gosh, okay. That's very I don't exciting. know if I went into it as much as much detail as Steven did, but let's just state say that Steven is the Charlie Bartlett of his school. <laughs> what? <laughs> Can you explain yeah. that one a little bit more? So the, the, there's a movie called Charlie Bartlett where the, a character comes into a new school and he doesn't know anybody. I could be getting this part wrong, but he realized like his parents, I think, are doctors. Mm-hmm. So he starts to like write prescriptions for <laughs> for people uh like like they come and talk to him about he their basically problems. right starts his own like um psychiatry pharmacy operation okay. out of a high yeah, school his bathroom. own like pharmacy yeah and he's pretty much a drug dealer through a high school bathroom okay uh, stevens is a little bit different um <laughs> was his was say, more hall sure passes ever apply mm-hmm. to steven steven did the same thing but with hall passes he was kind of a badass um so yeah I, he's more of like the charlie bartlett stereotype which somebody out there will understand. If I could explain that briefly, freshman year, I did know absolutely no one at school. And um, the principal would give Just out like these Charlie. homework passes to all the teachers at the beginning of each like quarter. And, you know, the teachers would just pass them out with like reckless abandon to people. And what you could do with these is you could turn in one to completely like nullify a homework assignment, or you can mm. turn in one to delay a larger project by like one day. And so the very first time I I bought one, there was a guy at a little snack machine and he said like, hey, I know you got a homework pass. Like, I'll give you 75 cents for that homework pass so I can get a snack. And I was like, sure. And later that quarter, I turned around and some guy said, hey, I'll buy that back from you for like, I don't know, five bucks or something. So I just started buying them at the beginning for like a dollar and selling them. I ended up selling one for almost $80 one time. Oh. My yeah. God. Because, like, this rich kid never did his homework. Yeah. And he would just be like, Here, I'll give these to you. And it just kind of kept going. And, um, holy cow, I love that. Yeah. So, yeah, he was able to pay his way into college just through <laughs> selling hall passes. It's incredible. He but, walks into, yeah, he walked into the admi- admissions office at, uh, his local college and just gave him a big fat stack of 20s. <laughs> <laughs> and they were like, Oh, okay, right. You're in. So, yeah, I bought no the questions. first one for like 75 and sold it for like five. And then later I was buying them for like $2 and selling them for like 10, 20, 30. And then the one guy was desperate and paid like, he was sort of my bully too. So, I wasn't even going to uh, sell it to him. Re- That's how it got knocked up. I was just trying to be like, nah, man, I don't want to have anything to do with you. Side note, you shoved me into lockers and crap all the time. And he like started just pulling out 20s. And finally, I was like, yeah, okay, sure. <laughs> I think that also happened in Charlie, Charlie Bartlett. Did it really? I don't know. It's been like 40 years since I've you seen it. You've got to go watch that movie, Steve. Okay, it's a yeah. good one. Other Apparently, than that, I need to though, rewatch that it. was like freshman year. I was just kind of a, a weirdo. So, it was just interesting. Well, no way. Yeah. So. All right, Steven. Okay, okay. What am so, I? Michael. <clears throat> Did you two know each other in high school? vaguely uh, but not vaguely. well okay yeah we we had mutual friends yeah so like we we would pass each other but that was about it so like um, i'm sure we yeah. played board games a couple times so that was probably about the extent of it though just occasional settlers nights or something um yeah okay so michael or lord of the rings risk lord of holy cow at james and brian's mm-hmm. apartment yes yep. 
Dude, that, those were good times. No, okay, so we, we did know each other better than that because there was one time we were standing in a graveyard and I don't even know where Michael got it, but oh, he pulled out he pulled out a, um, a bottle rocket and he lit it, jumped in the middle of the circle of all of us and started spinning around in a circle saying, please hit Steven, please hit Steven. And, you know, so that was... And then the rest was history. To learn more history. about my husband, I need to ask his friends more <laughs> questions. Michael's like, I don't have, I don't have any more stories. Yeah, apparently all of my friends know more about me, remember more about me than I remember about myself. So, dude, that just hit me. That I completely forgot about that one. The bottle rocket did not hit me, but that story did. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so okay, Michael. so what stereotype does Michael fit in <sighs> if we were to cast him into a movie? Okay, so okay, two thousands got weird because <laughs> yeah, they did. The 90s had, I feel like, some very entrenched tropes and stereotypes. In 2000s, it sort of merged a little bit. So, if you could mix together the skateboard guy and then the emo kind of music loner guy and the class clown into one, I don't know what that would be, but it was Michael. So, <laughs> he sounds had, like I'm, uh, I, I'm James Franco from uh, Freaks and Geeks. I'll take it. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. The punk rock kid, but also the class comedian. It was, that was oh, Michael kind of rolled I up. I can't even was imagine. Also, how I was also disruptive. in Junior ROTC. <laughs> oh, we forgot. About so, that. I remember I had like my shaved head. Yes. And, yep. Mm-hmm. You had to have been the most disruptive youth. Like, oh, I'm sure. Just oh, to I, keep I spent, everyone laughing. Yeah, I mean that was my defense mechanism. That's mm-hmm. that's all I was good at. Right. I spent more time outside of math. It's funny. I had I, I had like the highest score in one of my math classes, um, or the highest grade. I, I go by score. I had the high score in math, and I spent the majority of the time out in the hallway because after I would get done with my work. I would be disruptive with my my friend and him and I would just get set, set out in the hallway and we'd just see who could fart the loudest. <laughs> oh, oh my God. He always won. Oh, Jeez Louise. It's all in the sphincter control, man. Oh my God. <laughs> so yeah, Destiny. I, I yeah. mean, I know what you were like in high school, but... You only know half of my high school experience. That's you never true. even went to school with me. I know, but I've seen pictures. <laughs> I've heard stories. Yeah, I so, want to hear this um, because I'm, I knew Destiny as the girl who worked behind the counter at Qdoba, who was super yes. nice. And that's yes. all she ever was. <laughs> no. So when I, when I started high school, uh, my freshman year, I bought my first pair of trip pants. Uh, you know, the big baggy ones with the chains. <laughs> and I loved, so loved, hot. loved them. I wore them all the time. And then I bought like the skinny jean trip pants with like the chains and the straps and stuff. Mm-hmm. And they had Extra like, hot. they had like the skull animals logos on the butts. Oh it, my God. it was less it was hot, dramatic. but still. It was really dramatic. So, and I, you know, I, it, I wouldn't say it was seen. It was definitely more emo. Uh, I had jet black hair with a huge stripe of red in my bangs <laughs> and uh I, I was just trying to f- understand myself a little better but sophomore year is when i uh got my mohawk and so that was hot. the I best remember mohawk destiny that was the best i want to go back to it forever and for always <laughs> but it was so much work um but my mohawk is what I guess gave me like a platform with which to make friends. Funny enough, hmm. as the the emo kid, I only attracted um, really weird people who I was not interested in being friends with. Mm-hmm. Um, when I got my mohawk, I actually got nominated 
what was it? Homecoming Queen twice. <laughs> Did you really? Uh huh. So awesome. there. Uh huh. So with two different guys. Uh, it was in the fall, I guess, in the spring or whenever they did that. Um, I got to walk out. They made me wear a skirt, but I wore like a zebra print wild. <laughs> it was a wild outfit with my mohawk. It was awesome. Hold on a second. They picked which they told you what you had to wear for homecoming. Yes, queen. I wanted to wear slacks, but they wouldn't let me wear slacks. I had to wear a That's skirt. Fucking or a dress. sexist. But I mean, I rocked it. It was a skin tight pencil skirt with like this. <laughs> Really yeah, silky so zebra print blouse and these super high heels. It was this is mid two thousands Michael talking, not current Michael talking. <laughs> it was super fun, but I never, um, I never made like really good friends in high school. Mm-hmm. I hung out mostly with people from North Bullet. Funny enough, the opposing high school to mine, so I never hung out with anybody. I did not Wait, like were you have Central Bullet Central. Friends. Yeah, yes. Oh. I didn't know that. And I did not. The school is notoriously, you know, if you had to categorize the the three Bullet County schools, Bullet Central is the most redneck. North Bullet is where all the drugs were. And then Bullet East (laughs) is like- Yeah, dude, we had all the the drugs. The rich, like, ritzy of Bullet County, Mm -hmm. so- but we, we had homophobia weird. and prescription uh, drugs. <laughs> yes, basically. That's and about we had all my school had. Our senior prank was to hang a dead deer in front of the school. So <laughs> yeah, that did not on, quite dude. fit my my persona at the time. But uh, I met Michael my sophomore year. So I've pretty much been the same. I'm sorry, my mm-hmm. junior year. Junior I've year. pretty much been the same since then. I sort of discovered myself my junior year yeah. when I dumped my shitbag ex-boyfriend and... <laughs> Hey, victory. don't say that. He might listen to this podcast. I hope he does. <laughs> <laughs> so is there is there a part B to this first question or is it just kind of like a... No, it's just that. It's what, what you know, if we were to cast a movie, what would your stereotype be? I feel um, like we have a pretty good cast here. Yeah. We have we have Steven who's like the quiet kind of like, he like I, I like to read books, but... I've got a side hustle. Oh, he's got a side hustle, right? Like he's smart as shit. He's got a side hustle. He's making money. You got Destiny, who's like the smoking hot goth chick who's trying to figure out who she is and trying to find friends, but also trying to find her own identity. It's she's very relatable, but also still very badass. And, you know, you kind of tend to get a little bit like infatuated with her, I would say. Um, as a viewer. Um and then you have me and what was I? I was a hodgepodge of just yeah, all the leftovers. You're a hodgepodge rock kid. Yeah. Yeah, I'm fucking leftovers. Also in JROTC. Yeah. Well, that's because they said we could we could shoot a gun. And uh <laughs> and then the year that my freshman year, they 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 did away with the rifle team because some kid somewhere in the US shot another kid. Go figure. And um I never got to fire a gun. And for some reason that does not sound appealing to me now. So mm-hmm. I, I don't know why I wanted to do it th- in the first place. We all wanted different things. Yeah. yeah. I went into JROTC because they were like, oh, leadership skills. It'll look really good on your resume <laughs> once you get out of high school. Not fucking once. I had it I had it on my resume for like my first two my first two interviews uh after high school and didn't come up once. I had to force it in the conversation to be like, oh, and I have management skills. See, I I mean, not not like experience within a business, but I did tell some other kids to do push-ups when they talked back at me. So <laughs> if you need that those kind of skills, I'm your fucking man. I can I'm your 17, I'm your 18-year-old man. <laughs> Honestly, I wasn't very good at that. 
Yeah. Um, well, this segues perfectly into our next question, if you all think you're ready for it. I'm so ready. I'm ready to let off a bottle rocket into this next question. Okay, so you wake up one morning and you are sucked back into time. You're a freshman <sighs> in high school. God, fuck you, Destiny. No. <laughs> you're a freshman in high school, but you are consciously the same age that you were when you got sucked back in. So you're not like back in your 16-year-old self. You are 25 and you're getting sucked back in. But I'm 28. What do you do differently? <laughs> or, you know, what What do you... Okay. What are some of the decisions mm. that you change? What do you do? So... Well, I'm sure Steven would yeah. probably charge more for his hall passes. <laughs> yeah, absolutely would. Here's the biggest issue. I think that you would think, like... Okay, because, you know, just, just like you guys, uh, me and Carly, we got together in, like, junior year, I think. And so, you have all these these friendships and like this relationship mm-hmm. and everything that is very deep now and meaningful, you would probably try to think, oh, I have to recreate those things. I can't like lose mm-hmm. those things. But you began those on like an even playing field with those people. Yes, and right. if you've ever yeah. spent significant time around teenagers, it's difficult to feel a connection Dude, anymore. I would hate all of my fucking friends. Yeah, I know. 28 year old me hates me and all of my fucking friends <laughs> at what? 15 years old. Freshman yep. year, 15 years old. It'd be tough. Ugh. And so you, what would you, I, I just don't know how that would even pan out. Like I don't you know, might man. just I'm, I'm, suffer through it, but I don't know. I'm just thinking of myself like freshman year. So I didn't figure out who I wanted to be in high school until my sophomore year. But freshman year, I remember I have just stupid fucking hair i got two calyx that i just didn't do anything with and they my hair looks ridiculous i have braces um i had just gotten contacts nobody Um, looks that good in their freshman year nobody Mm -mm. but okay so i'm a i'm a little guy now right i'm five foot nine like 160 pounds when i was my freshman year in high school i think i was like probably four foot eleven maybe maybe even less maybe i was 130 pounds i don't remember but i was wearing a large i would always wear large t-shirts that i would get from um coles that mm-hmm. had like sayings on them like a pink shirt that says hot guys wear pink and uh a green oh, t-shirt that said yes. that has the level up mushroom from yeah. from because um, i wanted people to know that i was a gamer and then i also had a um i also had uh, a pink floyd t-shirt that i really really liked but i had never listened to a single pink floyd song since like at the beginning i was like this is like my dad's favorite band so i'll look really cool if i wear a pink <laughs> floyd t-shirt okay it's another uh, i feel like um this is semi-relevant like did you wear the extra large t-shirt to try to feel bigger because i did uh, yes. very much the same thing as another what? person who is frequently just called a beanpole and all this like skeletal bony little freshman boy um definitely the freshman shortest boy yeah shortest guy in my class um i wore like this jacket through the heat of freaking august because i was like just no matter what i did was just the wiriest if- so you were always creepy you've always been a creeper is what you're saying with it because you're, you're wearing an oversized coat right now like you have this weird yeah. like blazer on but it goes all blazer, the way down to your knees but, well, you're still wearing that tank top blazer. listen yeah, we all top. knew we all knew that person that wore a full-length trench coat to school every day <laughs> oh yeah that guy tried to bring a katana to school one day i believe mine did as well oh wow why do they always have katanas 
we need to arm our teachers with katanas yeah. in the case in because well, with katanas you can slice through bullets so it's better than a gun check out that box it's way better than guns slice through bullets <laughs> guns can't slice through bullets pointless but if a kid comes to school with a katana which you, we all know they will the day after they bring their bc rich guitar in to show all their friends um they're going to bring a katana in the next day and if we have teachers that are trained mm-hmm. by certified samurai i think this country would be a lot safer yeah mm. and if the student is able to outmaster their teacher in the way of the sword then that student is the new teacher so it just yeah kinda, that's just the way it's gonna be yeah it's like trial by combat yeah mm-hmm. we need to go back to feudal feudal japan mm-hmm. times but present day american times luxuries <laughs> present day luxuries japanese feudal law <laughs> yeah okay so did you guys have the kid at school who like dream i don't know pe or something would do the naruto run where it's like the hands behind their back and everything yeah that was me oh sweet <laughs> was it really yeah i'm sure it absolutely uh, was. once upon a time i thought that that would help. I don't know if I was around peers. Um, oh, and here's you, the thing. Man. It wasn't Naruto. I saw Goku in the original Dragon Ball do it. Oh, so yeah. I was like, oh, Goku's fast. I want to be fast. <laughs> Goku's arms were flying behind him. He's flapping around in the wind. Yeah. Maybe makes makes me more aerodynamic. That makes sense. I'm a smart guy. It. You just lean into the wind. Yeah. If you lean forward, you can, you move forward. Um, so then, okay. But I don't know if I ever actually did that at school. God, I hope not. <laughs> okay. So the looping back around to the question, mm-hmm. as an, as a mature adult, would you then interact with those kids that you thought maybe were odd? Would you interact with them differently? Would you try to seek them out and know them a little better? Be mm-hmm. a little bit kinder to those who were probably very othered in their high school experience? I, I would, up, absolutely. But I hung out with them regardless. Yeah, <laughs> right. those so, were your people. Those were my people. Um, so I, I think I would still probably perceive... The, the biggest difference would I would I would perceive the other kids differently now. And um, mm-hmm. I feel like the jockish rich kids and stuff would appear a lot less desirable and a little more mm-hmm. shallow. And mm-hmm. then right. everybody else would be kind of like salt of the earth approachable. And then I would do everything I could to test out of high school as quickly <laughs> as possible because it's terrible. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I don't uh, know what type of people are having the great high school experience because it would. I would never go back in a hundred thousand years. Mm-hmm. Never. You could never pay me enough money to relive high school. I told Michael on our first attempt at discussing this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that um, a lot of people have this like nostalgia for high school, and I think the only things I feel that way about are maybe some of the freedoms of. Not really having a job mm-hmm. consistently mm-hmm. and hanging out with some friends. You know, like our parents all thought we were probably up to trouble, but it was really just walking around late at night, just discussing. Or just things. driving around. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Let, driving let around, me, listening to music. Yeah. So my dad's great. He listens to the podcast. That's awesome. He's going to hear Hi, this. Daddy. I did not have a social life. <laughs> One time, my best friend and I walked like uh, two blocks from the house in Shepherdsville. We lived uh-huh. like down in shepherdsville it's not that crazy we walked like two blocks to a house to a little park and he came flying up the cul-de-sac in his car and he's like (laughs) what are you doing what do you think you're doing and i was like 16 at the time (laughs) (laughs) 
So Love he, you, Jason. you know what? There was a lot of a lot You're of doing a great job. <laughs> there's a lot of goodness in the way that they raised me. Mm-hmm. But I really wasn't out there trying to like test the boundaries that hard. <laughs> yeah, man. M- my parents were kind of the opposite. <laughs> Your parents because were absolutely I, I, opposite. as long as I told them where I was going and when I would be back home, they were okay with what I was doing. And all I was doing was skateboarding around with friends or just driving around with friends or going over to friends and playing like video games. Yeah. And I mean, I can't remember a weekend that I spent alone because I would always have friends over for the weekend to play like Halo or Splinter Cell or whatever game you want to insert there. <laughs> or I would go over to their house. Um, yeah. But yeah, when I wasn't working, I would, it wasn't until I got my car. Once I got my sweet 97 mm-hmm. Mitsubishi Eclipse with a little fart bucket on the back. <laughs> <laughs> I, I took my skateboard everywhere. Yeah. Um, and so, I mean, that's all I did. And I mean, I also used to make stupid short films with my friends. Um, they are wonderful. But yeah, I mean, I kind of had I kind of had the freedom there as long as I just kind of told my parents where I was going mm-hmm. and when I'd be okay, back. Okay, okay. We're going to loop it right back around to this question because I see opportunities to tie it back in. All right, so you wake up as a however old you are. I'm 25, so I wake up 25 years old in a 16-year-old person's body and my dad is like, no, you can't go out to the movie tonight because it'll run too late or whatever. Do you mm-hmm. fight your parents on it? Like knowing like... Uh, look, I've already been down this road. I'm not going to do anything I shouldn't be doing. <laughs> or do you just recognize like, uh, because I recognize like take a lot all the of- opportunities that you missed when you were a kid yeah. to like, kind of like, like your dad's like, you're not allowed to leave. You can't go see uh brats, the movie. <laughs> and you're like, you're like, well, I guess I can't leave. But now you're back in that situation. And you're like, Fuck it. Yes, I can leave. No, no, no. I'm saying the opposite. I'm saying the opposite. I'm saying. You would. You're goody, goody two shoes. I'm saying I was, if I was to resist or to argue Mm. or to be pissed off about not being able to go instead, like hindsight, uh, you know, their reasoning was not like totally absurd. I knew plenty of people who were going to the movies They They would get dropped off at the movies and then they would go somewhere else and do something else. Yeah. Yeah. So then do you do you just respect your parents a little more than you did maybe? I mean, it's different for you, Michael, because your parents let you do whatever you wanted. See, that's the crux of this here. I think as like boys, it, the perception at least, whether it's boys. accurate or not, it was that we would be the ones causing trouble, not the ones at the receiving end of it. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's part of the reason why parents are just more protective of daughters than sons. Um, I don't know. I I don't think I pushed my parents' buttons too terribly much. I'm sure it would be a different type of like annoying than just the teenager angst. Mm-hmm. It would be like adult Steven trapped in a boy's body. Uh, sure he'd be like do. that fucking little philosophical twat, sixteen year old kid <laughs> Steven being like, oh, being very logical with the explanations for why he like would or wouldn't go do a certain thing to the point where like. Your parents would be like, this kid's too smart. <laughs> the problem, I I kind of snuck out anyways and never Ooh. for malicious intent or anything um, because I was just stuck a night out. So I would read a book until I was bored of it. And sometimes I'd climb out my window and just go on a walk. Um, I don't even think I ever once actually met up with someone. It would just. That is medical. I never snuck out. <laughs> yeah. I think I would, as much as I want to say I would respect, I would definitely respect my parents a little more, but I also would 
test my limits. But here's mm-hmm. the thing. My dad has like an eagle sense. My mom, I could probably get away with anything with her always. <laughs> but my dad had this crazy sense. There was one time I walked, it was the first time I ever met Boove. Um, Michael brought him over to our house just to like sit in the driveway and talk. And so I just walked out the door casually. It was like eight o'clock. Walked mm-hmm. out the door casually. I'm sitting at the end of the driveway with Michael and Boove. And then here comes my dad flying out the door. And I'm like, what are you doing? How did you, how did you know I was out here? What are you doing? (laughs) He happened to walk past my room, had the thought I need to check on destiny, checked Mm -hmm. on me and I wasn't in my room. And then he just like immediately went like full Robocop. So I, there's no way I could even like open the window without him like sniffing it. He'd sniff it out (laughs) so fast. And that being said, Jason, thanks for listening to the podcast. Um, Thanks for sharing it with your friends. Uh, We love you so much. Uh, You're the best. Um, (laughs) He knows this comes from a place of love. (laughs) Okay, good. And we can all laugh about it now. My favorite high school dad story was you get um, one time a group of us had gone back to James's place and we're just sitting on the the front porch just chatting. It was kind of late. I couldn't have been past 10, though, and um, high school late. And so, we're sitting out there, and all of a sudden, the door cracks open, and James's dad steps out in nothing but these, like, family guy yes. boxers, and he's oh got a three fifty seven revolver, mm-hmm. and he, like, comes out, looks each of us in the eye, like, for a second individually until he gets to James, and then he just kind of whispers... I thought I heard something and just steps back in and closes the door. Oh no. Dude. That's okay, horrifying. The first time the first time I, I I ever met Pat, um, so just so everyone knows who's listening, um, James is a friend of ours and I dated his sister in high school. And the first time I went over to their house, Pat was restringing his uh he had his his um he had his compound bow out in the living room and all of his guns and he was like <laughs> cleaning them and restringing them and sharpening his arrows and stuff. It's a very stereotypical like uh <laughs> behavior for a Oh, I acted like it didn't fucking bother me at all like, "Oh, yeah, I see these all the time." <laughs> Very nice pieces you have here, sir. And then I <laughs> wink at him. Pieces. I was like, wow, look at those arms. You do a lot of push-ups, sir. We must, we must move on to the third and most important question of the evening. What food item from the cafeteria do you miss the most? Oh, mm. Where do I start? Chicken patty Tuesday. Oh my gosh, the spicy chicken patty Tuesday. I never ate the spicy. I was such a baby. <laughs> That's where the magic is. The magic I is know, in the spice. Everybody always said it was it was it was something to be missed and it is. If you wanted to make some quick money, you would sell those spicy chicken patties. Like I had <laughs> friends that would like buy the chicken patties and then sell them to other people. So what? because like there was a certain there was a certain markup if you got an extra one. Mm. Um, so, uh, you would get just a regular spicy chicken patty and then you would find someone who also got a spicy chicken patty that, uh, would sell it to you or the, or trade. Usually it was selling. It was like usually like a dollar or something. How much did we pay for lunch? Do you remember? I feel like it was like two seventy five. I don't know. I don't remember what we paid. Mm. We need to look it up. Mm -hmm. Probably Uh, pizza. Yeah, we had pizza. We eventually got triangle pizza on Fridays. Mm. So like... Um, no, square pizza was the way to go. 
Yeah, but then that triangle pizza came out and they had like cheese sticks in the crust. Actually, I don't know what was in that crust, but it was the best. Um, and you could also pick up like an extra thing of dipping sauce. Man, honestly, my my one of my favorite things was when they had baked potatoes. Um, I would take a baked potato and all my friends would give me their baked potatoes and then I would just drown it in butter and salt and pepper and I'd eat the whole thing with the skin on and oh, butter man. would just be running down my face. I looked like a fucking monster, but I was in my zone. I was in the spud zone. I did the food trading too. It was like you take the parts you want from other mm-hmm. people and kind of accumulate the perfect lunch. I don't know. Pizza was my favorite. Yeah. Pizza mm. was always the best. I always liked um, the mashed potatoes because they were literally like they're the most instant potatoes you could possibly <laughs> get. And you could pour a little salt and pepper on them. Mm-hmm. And then if you get that corner bit, it's like it has like a weird film over it from where it's just been sitting there and they're like well we have maybe one more scoop of these potatoes in here and they like scrape it off the sides and they they plop it down in one of those little like paper boxes that they serve them in (laughs) everything came in those weird paper boxes um and it just had like a crispy film on the top i remember pulling like that out of my mouth it was the nastiest thing uh chocolate milk baby you know me can't remember if i had milk or water i think i just had a water bottle i think the water bottle's been my staple for a while but i did mm-hmm. used to get they had those oh my god they had those cookies um that came mm. in the package they're like they're like i can't remember the <gasps> brand name. giant some, big fluffy cookies uh-huh it's somebody's it started with name. a g yeah, yeah it was like yeah. giada or something <laughs> I, I got don't. those i got one with every lunch <laughs> i think i think yeah, i did too now that i think about it cookies yeah. I was trying to remember. There was definitely extras you could buy. And I think I bought a cookie almost every day. Mm-hmm. I bought a cookie almost every day. And I would blow through the allotted money my mother gave me. So I eventually <laughs> just started taking my checkbook and would I ended up paying checkbook? for like half. Uh-huh. I wrote checks to the lunch ladies. with a checkbook? <laughs> I, I was. I wrote checks to the lunch ladies because I, you know, my parents would give me X amount because that's like five meals a week or whatever. But your girl wanted some cookies, so I would yeah. end up writing like a fifteen dollars. So check you every went to single. the bank and opened up a checking account and got a checkbook. I had a checkbook before. I had a banking account as soon as I was possibly able to. I th- so I guess what sixteen. I don't hmm. know. I'm not a banker. <laughs> I'm not a financial guy. Michael, who is the financial proprietor of our marriage? Uh, you mean who spends the most money? I mean, Me. who manages all the money that you spend? Oh, you tried to. Uh-huh. <laughs> yes, I, at 16, carried a checkbook in my backpack. <laughs> that is beautiful. I needed to buy stuff. Yeah, you got to get those cookies. Gotta get mm-hmm. those cookies, man. Oh, okay. So. so you brought up lunches. H- how many of you? How many of you? There's only wow. two of you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking many. to the world, okay? I'm, I'm I'm having a conversation with our listeners, um, our users, our users. Did you ever have school breakfast? No. I never really ate the school breakfast, um, but I remember them offering like a really pathetic, like French toast or something like that. Ours was essentially hot bread that was that was soaked in butter, and it was amazing. And you would get and here's here's my breakfast. I do remember hot, the toast. hot bread soaked in butter with a little box of French toast. No wait, cinnamon toast crunch, and then I would put chocolate milk over that cinnamon toast crunch. And oh my god, grape juice 
but they didn't let him thought like if you go into the very back and get into the bottom they're still frozen and Ooh. i would like legitimately like just have that as like a little slushy pop after my breakfast how did yeah. we not develop childhood diabetes oh uh, we tried <laughs> I mean, Kentucky's still up there with one of the most obese mm-hmm. states. So whether mm-hmm. or not we accomplished it in childhood, we made sure we set the foundation. So. <laughs> yeah, sure did. Before we break the foundation. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> oh, man. I always enjoy talking about high school, although I would never want to go back. It's always nice to commiserate with some fellow people who suffered probably just as equally as I did. So I appreciate um, you two in this pity party. Uh, but I want to also hear if any of our listeners um, enjoyed high school and like would want to go back to high school or if they felt like they were in their prime in high school. I want to I hear about your high school experiences. Uh, so you can shoot us uh, any of those comments or questions or whatever you have to say um, to us on Instagram at the sh pod or you can even shoot us an email it's like uh getting a typewriter nowadays uh strictly yeah it's like getting a typewriter in the mail (laughs) it's like typing a letter and mailing it in the mail which you can still also do if you wish we could we could set up a p.o box but uh the email is strictly hypothetical pod at gmail.com no it's beautiful my wife and I began speaking to each other via email before Facebook. Oh like, it's magical. You all are ridiculous. <laughs> um, but please, always remember to flex those hypothetical muscles because you never know when... This Chicken Patty Tuesday will be your last <laughs> Chicken Patty Tuesday. <laughs> God forbid. God bless us all. God bless us all. Thank you all. Bye. 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 Bye.